it could be almost the demise of golf. I don't 100%. think golf is ever going to go anywhere. Oh, no, no, no. no. But, but the competitive prof- golf. The professional golf landscape yeah, yeah, yeah. could be heavily impacted by that. King Wolf Creative presents Pints and Putts, a podcast for golfers and craft beer lovers. Hosted by Burke Cullinane and Justin Bedard. This is Pints and Putts. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Pints and Putts. On today's track, we're going to talk about Live Golf, right? And I'm sure you're probably sick of hearing about Live Golf at this point, but we have tried to do an episode, I, I want to say at least three or four times, about Live Golf, and then every time new things happen, and we just want to we just want to say our opinions. Yeah, and you know, we passed up the last episode because we just felt timeliness. It didn't yeah. make sense. So they, they don't know the story about that. No. So we had actually recorded an episode kind of all around live, and it was going to come out coincidentally the week of, of the, the open. open. And we're like, we felt it was not. Yeah, it didn't we're like, make sense. wait a second here. Because at the end of the episode, we're like, all right, stay tuned next week for the episode of the open. And then we're like, oh, after shit. we were done we're recording, like, next we're like, week is the open. <laughs> So, we scratched that one. We got a fresh one coming because, as you guys have all probably figured out, there's new updates every week on what the hell is going on over in that other league. Yes. Uh, Yeah, I don't even really know where to start. I I mean, you know, we're just coming out of the Open, so we can obviously talk about things that have happened during the Open, maybe. Would maybe be a good idea. The first thing that happened is that Everybody knows Greg Norman wasn't invited to play in the Champions, whatever it was called. Not the only Monday. was he not invited, he was specifically told that he was not to come. Right. So it was. But uh, they did say, well, we'd love to have him back next year, but we want, we just want to focus on yeah. the 150th Open. Which I think was the right move. I mean, I, I think, agree. you know, keep the two separated as they you know, clearly have been clearly trying to keep everything yeah. separated. So why bring someone who's going to I mean, the press is already way too fucking hungry about live golf. So why bring, you know, the Hit. head yeah, honcho yeah, yeah. of live golf to the open? It would have just taken away from everything, yeah. especially being the 150th year being at the old course. You know, that was golf as it has been, as it was. It was the birth of golf like why try and muddy it up with other things? I think they made the right move on that one. I, I do too. I definitely do too. Um, and w- which is interesting because you know you had brought up some of the stuff that Ernie Els was saying before. Yeah. About like why don't they both combine and blah blah blah. Yeah. You know, we're talking about the PGA Tour and Live. Right. Um, which obviously is interesting, just because to mention like you think that was a good move. I also think it was a good move that they they didn't have him come because it would. Turn the focus to live golf. Yeah. Um, I, I'm trying to figure out where I'm going with this. <laughs> I guess what I'm trying waiting. to say is like, it's ironic that I do agree in some aspects that I think from a marketing standpoint, it would make sense if the two tours did combine. And like you had mentioned that Ernie Els said, like having the the seasons kind of like yeah. alternate it, each other, but also to the same degree, because everything is so fresh and with what everything's going on, it makes a hundred and thousand million percent that we just needed to focus on the open yeah. last week. Yeah, and I think, you know, like, the the two don't need to combine. They don't need a 100% mesh, but it's just, like, try to figure out a way where they can work coexist. together coexist. and coexist rather than just constant butting heads and, you know, you've got Live Golf making bold 
moves on paying everyone fuck ton of money and yeah. trying to get them over everything and you get the PGA tour playing defense on the opposite side yep. trying to keep people trying to set barriers in place all of that like I, I don't know I mean I just I was, <laughs> I'm you know, kind of sick of it I'm so honest. sick of it but it's like Which it's is funny we're making a whole episode it's like it. one of those things where it's just kind of got to be aired unfortunately every once in a while because it is the biggest news in golf world consistently week after week right now. I think now. golf is like ma- like very popular right now because yeah. of this. Like oh, it's I agree. in the headlines and everybody is talking about golf who doesn't people who don't even watch golf are talking about golf. Yeah. You know it's really really funny cuz Liv has like the whole team thing to try and make the rivalry. The biggest fucking rivalry is right, the fans is between the PGA oh, I'm a Liv fan yeah, yeah, or yeah. I'm a PGA Tour fan it's like not it's even, not even it's not even the teams the within teams. and who knows like maybe yeah. we just don't pay attention to it maybe there is but it's definitely the bigger rivalry here is live versus PGA yeah. tour and whether it's the players or the fans or whatever, it's just like, it's just everybody. Yeah. And that's something that we kind of talked about in the episode that we didn't air is, you know, does it feel like this rivalry? Like I've seen people compare it to, you know, like the, and this is obviously like a very extreme, you know, comparison, but Red Sox versus Yankees and to a degree at this current moment in time. Sure. But then we also talked about it and we said probably not going to last. No, I I mean I don't see it lasting. I I don't know. It's it's I I can honestly say week after week as everything keeps going, I get more and more confused as to Oh, yeah. where everything's going to fall. I don't, into I don't place. even know. Who's going over? Yeah. Yeah. Who's potentially going over like Oh, Henrik Stinson? Yeah. That's something I actually uh, I want to talk yeah, about that. We got to talk about that. Right? Like since we're still kind of on the open topic, we're going to talk about Cam Smith too. But Henrik Stenson, that would be interesting. I believe somebody from the RNA because isn't that technically who runs the European uh Ryder Cup team? I believe so. Or yes. Or the European Tour, yeah. the, the DP World Tour. Oh, yeah. it's all the same thing. Yeah. Um what they they I feel like I heard something or saw something and I, correct me if I'm wrong or you've seen otherwise that Somebody said that if he goes over, they're going to have to find a new Ryder Cup captain. They already told him he can't be Ryder. They already stripped him of that. Is he going over? Oh, he went over. He's going over, but preemptively before that, because of everything, they took him out. But he was announced as the Ryder Cup captain like a week ago during the Open. Yeah. So this this is is like within like the last few days, they made a statement saying that they were finding another Ryder Cup. And he, I think, has come out publicly because i saw some sort of comment about he was like you know he said something like yes a large uh reason for my decision is you know myself as a commercial entity but um part of it is also you know uh quality of life and gameplay and format and blah blah oh, blah come but on. it's like oh come we on. all know like here's the thing quality of that's Here, here's bullshit. my my thing is like if you're doing it for the money, there's fucking nothing wrong with that. Just no. own up to it. Yeah. Say, I'm getting paid a fuck ton of money to play a little bit of golf. And, the DJ mentality. And I like, get just, to do whatever the fuck I want yeah. in my off time around I applaud that. DJ for yeah. doing that. Fuck but yeah. other guys that are trying to like make these other like... It's like, no. Fuck no, off. don't. Like, that's... Don't. In, you know, I understand Quality that some of the of people... Life. Come on. I understand that some people... Go over, have vendettas against the PGA Tour or whatever. And sure, like, there's been photos, but like at the end Sergio of the Garcia. <laughs> at the end of the yeah, at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, 
they're going for the money and there's nothing wrong with that. If yeah. that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. Own yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that he was officially. Yeah. I had seen. I feel like you would maybe just wait, you know, like, like wouldn't, I don't know. Wouldn't Ryder, being the Ryder Cup captain be like, that's like. Yeah. But you don't know on the other side, did, is this part of his contract? Like you need to like, cause you, you need to, you're, they're definitely, like they're definitely or, doing certain things strategic and they're definitely offering certain players money at certain times strategically. Well, yeah, clearly. Yeah. So it's like, it's one of those things where this is huge press for them being like, oh, the freaking Ryder Cup captain is getting stripped of his title so he's that going he's to going to live. Like, that's huge. That's just pumping up headlines. So yeah. honestly, it's like timing and everything. I feel like I'm pretty sure there's a schedule behind all of the shit that's going on. Interesting. Yeah, there's definitely a schedule. So. Huh. Yeah. No, it's definitely. I mean, hey, whatever. Hey. I I, I, like I agree with the fact that like being Ryder Cup captain, Ryder Cup captain, like yeah, that's like I I don't know, I, like brain is boggled. That one that one doesn't make any sense to me. Like it's a done deal. You're already becoming Ryder Cup. You've made a lot of money over your career. Like whatever. Like wait another year and then go. Like I feel like and like honestly, I feel like it's probably short sighted on his part because I feel like he probably could have gotten a better deal after the Ryder cup being like, they have the Ryder cup captain yeah. coming over to live. Now maybe he's getting a super good deal because it's stirring the whole pot pot for the Ryder cup captain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it, yeah, who knows? That's dumb. Um, Cam Smith, I feel like was the other person that was topic of conversation mm-hmm. with the open, obviously open champion. I feel like it'd be wrong for us not to mention how phenomenal that back nine was. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, just dude just could not miss a putt. Yeah, I do. Can we, can we briefly talk <laughs> about yes. the open? Because like, yes. uh, all right, everybody knows this. My guy's Rory. Right. Yeah. And like, I didn't actually get to watch Sunday. Yeah. I, I, I've been watching highlights and stuff to kind of like recap. Um, I turned it on. I was on vacation and I went to go watch it at like one thirty, and I was like, ah, oh, shit, it's done. Yeah. Um, I think it had literally just ended. Yeah. Um, but you said, which, you know, looking back on it now and watching the highlights and stuff. Yes, I agree with you. Uh, you said that you feel like Rory was playing defensive golf. Yeah. He was playing to not lose. Oops. <laughs> I'm, I'm here twirling around a He's putter. throwing around putters around the <laughs> office. No, yeah. Honestly, it it looked like he was playing to just play it safe and not lose. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, there's strategy to that. Like potentially, you know, Cam Smith did not have a freaking crazy back nine. He, he would have been right up there. I, Cause what did Cam Young finish at? I think he was, uh, I think he was like a couple, one or two ahead of Rory. Okay. So yeah, I mean, realistically he would have been real close in and running. So it's like, there's definitely a strategy behind one, that. It was oh oh sorry, it was it was one one ahead. One so Rory ahead. was eighteen, Cam Young was nineteen, Cam Smith was twenty. Yeah, that's close. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's definitely maybe get a little aggressive here a, and there. There's Rory. a strategy. There's a strategy there. Yeah, you know, but at the end of the day, risk didn't and reward. Pay off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he played played. He played. Great. He played good. He played great. He didn't play. You know, lights out, but. He played Shot under par. 
good enough to be up within two shots. And of the he's lead. now so that remember that thing I was mentioning yeah. to you about Zalatoris? Yeah, I sent it to you. Yeah, I saw he's that. now the all four majors people who made ma- like made the cut. I think only three of them are under par. Yeah, was it? Right? Yeah, it was something like that. It was Rory. Yeah, pull it up. It was Rory, uh, Zalatoris, and then JT. And before it was like Zalatoris, and then Rory. Um, actually. Is Will on that list? Yeah, so you got... Uh, Ror- Not three. Rory's at 29 under. Zalatoris is at 21 under. Fitzpatrick, 16 under. Right. JT, three under. And then and then John Rahm is the next closest at four over. I don't know. That's obviously not... I don't know if that's the entire list of all the guys that made the cut. Maybe it is. At all four majors. Cumulative score of players who made all four cuts. It doesn't say... Maybe it's just it's got to be the top... What is that, 10? Eight, nine, nine. So maybe it is. Uh, I don't know. That seems a little. No, that can't be the only four. That... But maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe. If somebody's more than nineteen over, that's true. On all four majors, you're probably not making the cut. That is so high to make the cut at all four majors and you be plus think, though, nineteen. Like they could have just blown up the, made the cut and then blown up. Cut, yeah, cuts okay. usually yeah, like yeah. cuts usually hover. That's true. Even. That's true. That's true. Maybe one or two over, three over, and then you just have a blow up just, there, and you just keep blowing up from there. You yep. Know? yep, yep, yep. That makes sense. Still, still crazy. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Wild. Uh, and he didn't win a single one this year. He's right there, man. He's the, right there. The drought continues. I don't know if we're. I don't know if the. I mean, essentially, yes. The drought continues. I think he's he's. I think the drought will be over soon. Why you're hoping better for next year? Yeah, he played. He's played great this year. I know, but now he's going into a whole nother off season of that, and then he's going to come back next season. But maybe you know, maybe that's what he needs. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. We'll he see. seems to be getting better and better. I I totally agree with that. Totally agree with that. Whatever it's, he's doing, keep doing it. Yeah. Just fucking clinch it, dude. <laughs> I think it's Augusta. Painful. I think it'll happen at Augusta. I mean, that would be that would be uh, amazing. I I hope that for him. I don't think where where's the U.S. Open being played next year? Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I can look up. Um, why the U.S. Open? I'm I'm just curious, like courses, because I'm trying to think. Like Augusta, obviously, we know where it's going to be playing. Uh, uh, held at the North Course at Los Angeles Country Club. I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> it's like private, I'm just trying to see if there's like course. if there's a freaking of course. Oh, it was renovated by Gil Hance. Of course, um, man, he's just done everything. Yeah, I mean. I, I hope he wins something soon. It's mm-hmm. getting painful. Like him and Zalatoris. Well, he's been win. He's him, won. But yeah. He's, no, I'm major. just saying a major. A major. Yeah. 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 I mean, even like he's won. We talked about this. What are you? He's won three in the last two years. Three events. Rory. Yeah. Yeah. So last two seasons. Yeah. So I mean, when it comes down to it, he's he's there. He just needs to put it together. He's there. He's there. He's right there. He's there. He's there. Yeah. Yeah, he's he did what he doesn't normally do, which is the play open. play consistent weekend. Yeah, not go like 
I don't even know who has said it, but there's a lot of there's been a lot of speculation recently. Yeah, probably because of the like it's after the open or whatever, which is like I don't know how this hasn't been talked about before, right? Right. Like I've been saying that the whole time yeah. to you. It's like I don't understand why nobody's talking about are these events going to be considered for world golf ranking? And I think Tiger actually, I don't know if you, the interview I yeah. sent you where he's like. These guys might not be able to play a major. It's true. I was like, ah, I feel like you're the first person that I've heard say that, and I've been saying it the whole time. It's like how, and and he, and I think he even said what I said. And if they don't think they're that's a chance, then they're being stupid. Yeah, because no, it's it, true. it is a chance you know? for any of them that has have not won. Like, there's a very good fucking chance that they're not going to be able to play. Now, with that said, they're already all talking about the loophole of going to play the Asian Tour and earning world world golf ranking points over there. Which absolutely just shoots their whole, oh, it's a quality of life. I want to play less golf. Exactly. Right out the window. Right out the window. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, it's definitely a loophole. They can definitely go fucking play that and get points on that. But it absolutely is just hypocrisy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, what's why? Like, you literally are just going over for the money. And it's like, whatever. Yeah. Which, like I said, if you're going over yeah, for yeah, the fucking yeah. money, own it. Yeah. There's oh, nothing wrong with it. Yeah, yeah. But that's not owning it. No. I don't if, think if, that's owning it. Uh, what? Like like, like going or, uh, going over just for the... Um, I mean, I guess. That is maybe. owning it. You're going for the money, and then you're like, I still want to play competitive, go, competitive golf, yeah. so I'm going to go play the Asian tour. But saying, oh, it's a better quality of life. Like, no, that's what I'm saying. That's and bullshit. I want to play yeah. less golf I, yeah. if I make more money. Like if DJ goes and does that, oh, yeah. then I will have less respect for him yeah. because if you wanted to play less golf, then play less golf. Like right. don't go try and find a loophole to go play in majors right. when you had the opportunity to do it and you had plenty of money before you left. Yeah. Again, and you were no going shortage. to make plenty more money. Yeah. Like you like these guys like these guys, I mean, hey, whatever. I don't know their financial state, but like, come on. Like, don't tell me these guys aren't pretty much set for life and are gonna continue to make money. Maybe not on the tour, but off the tour. Like oh, a lot 100%. of like now obviously there's the younger guys who don't have a name for themselves and we were talking about this, like that is one thing that I do like about Live Golf is that it does provide those guys with money. Right. Yeah. Like people don't understand that there are guys who are just grinding it out. Don't make cuts. Don't make money. Don't have great sponsor deals. They're not making money, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like for that aspect, I think the PGA tour could do maybe something. Oh, I, I definitely think so. And I think that's actually something we had talked about in the podcast that did not come out yeah. was that, you know, there, there should be, you know, not only is there a lot of money in live, but there's a lot of support in live as far as, players and their teams getting to the courses there's a lot of support for caddies there's a lot of support for all of that oh yeah the private jet um so there's there's a lot of amenities for the players to do their things which is something that a lot of people don't think about all these guys that are barely making it not making the cuts trying to make a name for themselves they're paying for all their travel all their shit out of their pocket it's not cheap no they're they're not making money. Think about what it costs to travel all the time. All the time. All week the time. out, week out. Yeah. And to travel and try and have a team with you to travel so that you can play your best, so that you can be at the yeah. point where you want to be. It's not fucking cheap. No. And if there's no guaranteed payday, you can understand why some of the people who are barely making it would want to jump ship. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, I, I totally get that. 
totally get that. Um, anyways, yeah. So world golf ranking, like you've you've argued that, yeah, that you still like. I know I'll still argue that. Like, I mean, I do. With th- and this is where we disagree. I right? do, but I, that's fine. I do think that it should still be included. Maybe not to the full point scale of a you know PGA tour event but you still do at the Okay end so the that's something you've never said that I can I can I can yeah. I can No that was something that. we talked about Did I, we? Yeah uh, I can't remember Um and it was actually you know something else that Ernie Els had said it was like listen the 54 hole format like something that you brought up was like that's what it's we do on the Champions tour. tour yeah or Champions tour So it's like it doesn't get counted for the Champions tour either but I mean I don't know and then the argument that you had when we had talked about that was that, like, well, you're not playing with the top of the top. Right. But you could also argue that with Liv. Oh, 100%. Is that they're not playing with the top of the top. But I still, but also, like, the Asian Tour not playing top of the top. No. And they're still getting world golf ranking points. Granted, it is the, it is the, the 72 format. Goal, yeah. yeah, right? Like, which, if you go, this is something that we had looked up. Like, if you look at all events that are considered for world golf ranking, they're all 72 whole events. That have With a, a cut. cut. Yep. I mean, they have a cut because there's a larger field, right? right. But still, they have a cut. Right. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. That that's always been my biggest like question is like, what's gonna happen with this? Because yeah. I feel like there's gonna be a lot of issues when guys are not gonna be allowed to go play a major. Mm. That's where shit's really gonna hit the fan and guys are gonna be really pissed. And they're either going to regret their decision or you've mentioned that, you know, uh, I mean, the league has money for lawyers that the players can use. And they've been very open about that. So it's like, what's going to happen when that happens? That's going to be honestly that that happens, but probably when that would be a scary thing for golf. That would be a scary thing for the PGA Tour. That would be a scary thing for golf as a whole is if it ended up being this huge drawn out legal battle where it was just who's got the most fucking money and who can keep paying lawyers to fucking do it. That would be, that would be a scary thing. I think I really hope it doesn't get to that point. Me too. Me too. That would be, that would be wrong of that would be contradictive and hypocritical of everybody who's, you know, got involved with live saying they want to grow the game and everything when it could be almost the demise of golf. I don't think golf is ever going to go anywhere. Oh no, 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 but but the competitive golf, the professional golf landscape could be heavily impacted by that. Yeah. There's repercussions that could potentially happen. Right. And it's just like every little move. Yeah. You know, you know, right. As a cause and effect right now, I would say that live is having nothing but positive, uh, positive repercussions for professional golf. I would it, agree. It's increasing purses across the PGA Tour for yep. all the players to win. They're building it, their new. They're building their thing. new formats, and um, golf is a common household conversation that is always in the headlines and the news right now. So, in that sense of things, it's a hundred percent growing the game. So, I would hate to see it come to some sort of big drawn out legal battle where it was almost a demise at that point. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I got a question for you on the topic of majors. Cause it's something I've been thinking about lately. Okay. Do you think, or what are your thoughts on the current landscape as far as 
players in their peak and when they're winning majors. Say that again. I didn't understand I that. didn't word it right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that sounded like thoughts. It, it's because I'm trying to, it's, it's like a big so general what, question. So are you say, you're saying the comparison between players in their peak and the and players winning majors, like so players, do players so win in their peak or is that, so I'm saying, where do you think players peaks are at and where do you think future age range for future, um, major winners are going to be oh because of all the guys that are under 30 yes is that one okay um i don't know that's a really good question uh i mean i've always i've always been to the agreement of like the older you get obviously to a degree but the older you get in golf the more experienced you get and like look rory look at dj you know they're still hitting the ball further than a lot of these guys right and I think that, you know, it is interesting that we did just have four guys under the age and some of them, like what, Scotty's like 25? Yeah. Wasn't, how old's Matt Fitzpatrick? Isn't he like... He was right around the same age. Young. They're young, you know? And it's like, yeah, I mean, peak golf, is it? Is it your late 20s? Maybe, you know? I still think that the body is still in a good state and position and and mobility and, and and all this stuff when you're in your early to late 30s early to mid 30s really i mean it may, maybe even into your later 30s but i feel like after the big thing is is i feel like if you're not if you're not how do i word this like i can't go out now getting into golf a couple years ago in my later 20s and then in my later 30s be able to compete with guys at that at that age. I think if you start golf at a young age and you get to the that like level very early on, like you're going to be you should be able to continue that on. Whereas like some of the some guys that have like maybe didn't start golf as early, but they made it onto the PGA Tour or whatever, and like they they won a couple events here and there as they got as they were older and stuff like that. Like you're not, I think it's kind of different. I think you do have to kind of look at it under like that kind of perspective. Whereas like, you know, how long have they been playing golf, and like how long have they been working at it? Do they are are they athletic? You know, mm -hmm. that's a big thing too. So I think I think it is dependent, but on average, I still would stick to like mid thirties. I think thirty five. Is where you guys will will probably start to see guys like start to plateau, which we I mean that's where kind of where we do right you know for the most part. Yeah, I think it's going to continue to trend younger. Really? Yeah, and I think a big reason of that is because of how much technology. I mean, there's only so young that it can get though. Like oh, I yeah, I don't but see it getting younger than this. I, like, you I think could I could see. Early, 18, I could see early 20s. I mean, that's kind of where we're at. No, we're in mid to late 20s right now. All right. Because I, I, Fitzpatrick's 27. Um, JT's 29, Cam JT's Smith's 28, 29. and yeah. Scotty's 25. Yeah, I mean, but but here's the thing, right? Is like Matt, Matthew Fitzpatrick, first major, 27 years old. Cameron Smith, is this his first major? I believe so. 28 years old. Like they're starting to get into that age where they're where they're hitting their peak. And they're they're not in their 30s yet. Like they're they're getting to that age where they're getting to their peak. Your peak doesn't just last for like a year or two. I think your peak lasts for a few years. So I agree with that. I think my 
statement on it getting younger is you have so many younger players getting on the tour right now that are competing and being up on the same level as a lot of these guys that have been around making it a lot harder for them to actually be winning the majors for kind of the the point that I was making yes so it's one of those things where you have these players that are very very capable in their you know early 30s mid 30s the field is getting tougher but the field's getting tougher because you have so many more young guns getting on that are getting out there and being able to play and I also think it has to do with a lot of you had a lot of people that um so it's not necessarily a conversation of peak right no 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 no. it's, it's definitely more, not peak. it's more I, a conversation of like people are get are better at the game at a younger age now. Yeah, for sure and that you know that goes right back to that whole people have all this technology that's able to break down you know how they're hitting the ball and getting all your specs on your spin and all this stuff yeah, and all yeah. this data that you can analyze and go in and all these swing coaches and everything they can hook you up they to can not hook even you up. just like a track man they can put you in these bodies oh yeah the whole, it's crazy. whole shit so it's crazy so i think that people are getting better younger at this point point. Yeah. and there's always going to be something to say for experience there's always going to be something to say for people who have kind of just like that that tough skin if they've been playing in front of the pressure and the audience and everything for long enough that that may held out hold out enough that they're competitive on that side where you could see you know look at you know Thigala or someone who's younger hasn't yeah, been sure. playing more in front of those big crowds as much and may cave towards the end of something that they're whatever event they're playing in but um I do think that we are going to continue to see the younger players winning more and more. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, but that uh, that's also been a thing, right? I yeah. mean, look at Ricky, look at, I mean, whatever. I mean, that's case in point right there. Yeah, yeah. Win a ton coming on and then just fall off the face of the earth. Yeah. Ricky, I mean, even Jordan Spieth yeah. too, right? Like, young, super young. Rory was very young when he was like super hot. So it's like, I mean, we have seen that, you mm -hmm. know? I think maybe. To your point, we're going to see it more frequently. I still think guys aren't going to peak at that. At, well, there's going to be ex some exceptions like Ricky. Yeah. Um, but I do think there's going to be some exceptions where you're going to have guys that are going to peak into their mid to late 30s, and they're going to they're going to be sick. Like I'm going to be interested to see. Like golf is going to be cool. The the, oh, in yeah. the next like yeah. In the next, the, the next from now until the next five years, like there's a lot of really good players who are still young, who haven't hit their peaks in my opinion yet. That I am very excited to watch their journey in golf. Yeah, I do agree with you that the what? field is getting more competitive with the younger players, and it is causing a lot of guys to kind of work harder. Oh, a hundred percent. How old is Alatoris? He's like twenty three or something, isn't he? Um, yeah, 23, 24. I don't know if he's quite 20. I don't think he's that young. Oh, he's 25. Never mind. Yeah. I thought he was younger than that. It's still young. Oh, no, it's still 100% young. But that's that's kind of my point is that's becoming the new norm. Yeah. Is, you know, that... that he was 23 when he played, right? 20, Two years ago. Yeah, 23. When November. He, when he was... Of uh, 2020. Came in second. Yep. Well, yeah. 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 So I don't know. It's going to be in that that part of it's real interesting because you're seeing you're seeing these guys that have been around for ever still kind of holding their own, but not necessarily having 
those breakout wins. I think the days of seeing, you know, the people who win for years and years might be gone. Yeah. It could possibly be gone. Yeah. I think that I, and I don't know necessarily whether that's just because golf is so hot and competitive right now, or if it definitely has something to do, or if that has to do with all of going back to the training and the technology and the fact of, you know, all the data that I mean, we have I think it's both. I think world. it's yeah. both. You know, I think, you know, you can't, it's not one without the other. Yeah. You know, no, it can't, one can't be there without the other, I think. Yeah. To a degree, you could argue the technology is less of a factor. I would argue that technology is less of a factor. And it's just the fact that, like, kids are just fucking disgusting at golf now. Yeah. Yeah. There's a There's been a big push for junior golf, right? In the past, however many years. And then you have all these golf icons like tiger and like the younger guys rory kids love bryson DeChambeau, so let's yep. see what happens you know with that ah, he's, he's, he's done he's done well he's done but i'm saying like <laughs> what what about the kids that got into golf because yeah. of him you yeah. know like yeah i don't know it's gonna be it will be very interesting to see how it keeps going forward I love I love it. I love seeing the game grow. I I do want to see I I I love when somebody just dominates. Yeah. I just love seeing I it. just I just don't see that I know. Happening I, that, going but that's forward. what I'm saying. Like I would like to see it happen again. Um but that that's kind of an interesting point, right? If it's like there's nobody going to be on top, there has to be people on top. There's always going to be somebody that stands out in the mix. But then it's like what's the world golf Hall of Fame going to look like after a certain point? Like, is there just not going to be anybody in it because, like, nobody could do anything spectacular because the field was so competitive? Right. I don't think so. I I think, if anything, it'll just be a change in kind of how we look at... Like, I don't necessarily think that we're going to be identifying people as, like, they won this many majors in a row or they have this many majors under their belt. You don't think there will ever be somebody to compete with like what tiger or Jack did. I'm not going to say never. I don't see it in the foreseeable future in our lifetime, in our lifetime. I mean, we got a lot. I I plan on having a lot more years on this life. We'll see if that plan is in store, but, uh, um, yeah, I I definitely think that we could see it in our lifetime. I don't see it in the foreseeable future of the landscape of golf at the moment. Like what? What is that? Like next five years? Next ten years? Five next? to ten years. Okay. At I mean, and who knows? Like five years from now, someone could come onto the scene and we could completely or be somebody like, who's already on the scene. Yeah, it could just blow up. But right now, as things are, I just don't see it. But even like Scotty, like what Scotty's done this year, like yeah, he kind of tapered off a little bit, but still, like. Yeah, but that all right. So that's a perfect example. That'll be interesting. Like next season, let's see what he does. Yeah, was he hot for you know two thirds of a season and then fell off, sure. or was is he able to you know go through a little bit of a lull and come back out on the other side and be right Better on top again? Yeah, 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 exactly. So that'll be interesting. Um, but I I can say right now I don't feel like he's gonna be a breakaway. Fair enough. And, you know, I could be very wrong. Fair enough. Anything else to add about Liv or anything else that we've talked about? Nah. I don't think so. Nah. I don't really want to talk too much Liv. I think we said what we needed to say, you know, and that's that. And we'll see what happens.
Yeah. So let us know. What do you think? Yeah. What do you think about live golf? Because we're curious. Do like, we this... have any livers out there? Are they called livers? I'm calling. I don't them know. Livers. We're calling them livers now. That's kind of funny. That's kind of funny. <laughs> but I think that's about it. Um, we are playing our last match of the Thursday Night League this yes. evening. Well, we'll see. What do you mean we'll see? Oh, because of the weather? Permitting, right? Weather permitting. I, I I got a good feeling. Yeah. I think we're good. What time is it? I think we're good. Yeah. Huh. We haven't won one. This yeah. is the one. This is the one? Yeah. Corey said me last night. He's like, we'd like four. <laughs> And I was like, "Oh, we're playing Corey." Yeah, it's Corey. Oh, we can't lose. He's like, he's like, we'd like four, and I was like, "Yeah, we'll see about that." <laughs> no, they're losing four. Yeah, yeah. Imagine that. Yeah. All season, don't do shit. Just, Last match, just fucking take four. Yeah. Let's yeah. go. I'm in. Let's go.